Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flight 008070, ready for takeoff. You listen to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, everyone, okay. um, do that thing to the mics again. You have to go to... What are you looking for, Quams? Just to record, isn't it? Huh? To record this. Oh, yeah, just stop sharing my screen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, you mean for the Zoom? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. We are back in the building. It's the man, What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a new thing. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday afternoon. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Boys yes, are back yes, in town. Yes, yes. What's that Toy Story? <laughs> I don't know. Bro. Is that what you're going to refer it to as? Yeah. Okay. Why? I mean, there's original song that <laughs> Toy Story, but I mean, I kind of like that version of the song. Oh. I remember. Yeah. Thing. Maybe that's how I remember it. Toy Story was one of my favorites. Who was the original? I'm trying to think, bro. That's 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 why I'm rattled. You got a friend in me. I believe that was the original song. Okay, I just realized when the road is. You see your destiny. Yeah, you got a friend in me. Sing it, Stephen. <laughs> Let me turn on this brother's mic. Go back to Stephen is excited. Uh, learn, learn. It's good to see you, man. Exactly. I'm a bit low energy because I haven't slept much this week, but. The show must go on. Trust me. What's the name of the show, Kieran? Sorry. Welcome to the Out of Home Podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own in the building. I have the mandem, obviously. Yaf, Stephen and Kwame are over there in Amsterdam in Loki Studios. Or the studios, Out of Home Studios now, Mm. I guess. Right? And me, Kieran, Loki, KK, Key, I'm in the London. The London, you know. <laughs> I keep saying the London instead of like London. Yeah, but, keeps bro, on taking the it's, piss, it's, 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 it's a hotel, you know. I can hear everyone breathing in the mic, bro. Yeah. bro. Oh, Yaf is actually wearing headphones for the first time of recording totally this uh, podcast. Man so just asked me to stop breathing. She actually <laughs> the mic, it's, so <laughs> it's so funny because it's so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, call your <laughs> It's so funny because. I've been hearing you, man, breathe for a year. <laughs> and Kwame has breathe some in, bad breathe mic out, etiquette. Breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> what are you man saying, though? We're here, we local, man. Obviously, yeah. we just had to go through a little bit of an experience again. With yeah, the sound, yeah. we're getting there. Slowly mm-hmm. but surely. I love it, bro. I love it. I love I seeing lot do the thing, bro. <laughs> I came on the Zoom call and you were already set up. Come on. Had the mics done. Obviously, did the test. Now nah, we're ready. We we're ready, bro. And we got a special guest. We got a special uh, show today, innit? Not even special guests. We got special guests for our show. But before we even start talking about our show, we should always ask this question because it sets the tone 
It makes us remember our weeks. I'm going to ask you, look, what made you smile this week? Who is your question directed at, good sir? Uh, today, I'm going to ask Kwame. Hello. Quinn. Hi. Um, Quinn with a flying. It's just this, really. Honestly, there's not much more. Just like the brotherhood, like what we have done. We had a, we had, a, we've had a good week. We've had a good week. Uh, we've had a good week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days, for real. We, we've had a good week. Just a lot mm. of um, energy, a lot of like preparation. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bro, bro, sorry. No, 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 no. Nah, I was just calibrating. I was calibrating. Just gone. We've had a good week. And Steve looks at me and goes, "What happened?" Yeah, but oh my days, bro. I'll speak on my part. I'm sure the man them can share their own. What do you call it? What's the word? Experiences. Uh, testimonies, if you will. Oh, no, I had, nice. a, I had a really good um, week. Just a lot of positivity, a lot of preparation, a lot of planning, but just always the underlying thing is just a lot of fun. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I, I was saying to you, Key, like, mm. e- 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 even though you are now our official and live London out-of-home correspondent, it feels like yeah. it's just the same. Like, you understand? No, man. Like, I know. Interactions, like, in, in the WhatsApp group, outside the WhatsApp group, as in, like, personally with all of us, it's just the same. Like, so... Selfishly, maybe for the first time, shout out to us, man. Uh, shout out to us, man. And I'm, I'm going to pass it over to Showtime Steve. Yeah, yeah. Showtime Steven Showtime in the Steve building. Of one hell of a week. I think so. Um, <laughs> do you want to do this jointly? I think we had, we had the same experience since we know. No, I think number one was uh, me and Yaf getting the opportunity to speak at um, Oscam and um, sorry no, what's, 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 what's Oscam it wasn't that what was it what was it Oscam? Was it? No, Omeg bro Omeg sorry Omeg. oh my god shout out to Oscam and Omeg yeah. yeah shout out to the guys every time um, yeah we got to speak at Omeg and um, just speak to a lot of students and uh, about our career path and journey so actually shout out to Yaf because Yaf got the invite and then um, he shouted me to come and join him um, and then it was sick how it came about. I didn't know too much about it at the time, but then um, I think uh, you came over and then uh, um, for the actual recording, and it was just like so energizing. Like we had we had no idea because we didn't we didn't really rehearse this either. No, not at all. Um, I think I've just turned up. And it was just like it was time to go, and then um, I kind of had something loosely planned, and then we we rolled into it. But it all started just the energy was right from like minute one because I think someone yeah. one of the kids was like trying to give us a little grief in the comments man said kids bro they're, they're, they're grown the, the out they're grown out professionals um, they're professionals already this guy sounded like an uncle I am, I am now real I am uncle now, now bro. Yeah, but, yeah, but back in my day and all that but um <laughs> yeah so we were getting a little bit of grief in the comments I can't remember why but yeah, like it was banter I wouldn't say no, grief yeah, yeah banter grief all the same and then um Whereas most people just kind of ignore it or not really address it, but we just went straight into it and just had like the banter with them. And then that kind of set the tone. And then all of a sudden, like the comment section was, was popping. Popping off, bro. And then, uh, yeah, if you had like a masterstroke idea, uh, do you want to touch on that as well? Okay. So like, I had, <laughs> we had the, um, slides ready and then I was showing Yaf and he was just like, you know what? Um, because I had a section there just talking about uh, also what we do outside of work and obviously out of home is a large part of that and um, Yaf was like slap up the logo so that you can um, so when they raise their phones they'll go straight to our IG so I was just like okay cool 
And I slapped it on there, like bear in mind, like we we're presenting in like a minute. And I was just like, okay, cool. Put it up in there. And then uh, when it got to that time of the slideshow and everything, I was just like, okay, guys, I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Literally, kind of, I was just like, sorry to interrupt this presentation, but I'm going to give you 10 <laughs> seconds to go and follow this like wavy channel. And then instantly. Because the, it has a, a code. Because yeah, yeah, a QR, QR code. code. Uh, the passport to progress. If you guys, you guys don't know yeah, about that, that's such a wavy tagline, bro. Yeah, passport to progress. Come on. Coined by Stephen A. Showbiz Twenty twenty one C. And then um, you just see all the people following like instantly. It's just like it's just so sick to see at that moment. And then like Yaf jumped on straight after, and like the vibes continued. Like everyone just asking really good questions. Uh, really engaged with the sessions because you never know how people are gonna take those sessions and like, we had people True. from like Nigeria calling in Tokyo mm. like it was really like people coming from all parts of the globe and yeah no, I just got so much energy from that I was telling I didn't sleep that um, that night even though I had like a big presentation the next day I was just like so gassed that's off that as well yeah. yeah that's amazing man do you know what um, just before you go um, Yafia watching you guys speak was just mad inspiring like I've sat and watched Kwame do a similar thing for Omek and um, seeing you guys do that as well, just, I was so proud, man, because Thank I can you. see the growth in everything that we've done and what you guys have done and to see that you're given a platform, one such as Omek, to just share your journey and inspire people to kind of take a similar route or just to question or even think about what they're trying to do. Yeah, man, it was dope to see you guys do that. So shout out to you, man, man. Appreciate that, man. And yeah, like, a lot has been making me smile this week. I can't even cap. Like, <laughs> last, uh, like, this week was the first week I feel like I reclaimed my life back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. The reason behind that is because Love I had, that. like, a lot of stress with work. It was just, like, a, a, a tough, it's probably the toughest time I've had with work. I was saying, saying that, I noticed, actually, now that you say that, I noticed that little switch. Like, it's, al it's almost as if you just said, that, you know what? Give me the keys. And yeah. it just like... And I think that's important, man, because sometimes you can like... I feel like my energy is always so high. Yeah, yeah. And even when it's... I'm not feeling 100% myself, it's very hard to detect, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I know myself, like when I'm in, in fifth gear, it's mad, isn't it? So yeah. this week, I kind of just wanted to get a bit of a balance back. So started working out again, like doing these rooftop workouts, skidding. Oh, tight. The yeah, rooftop. And like just, you know, just body rooftop. Rooftop Reggie. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, um, <laughs> <laughs> that one's for you, Stephen. <laughs> I felt that all the way in Amsterdam. I felt that. <laughs> Sonic Boom. I can't get Ishmael, bro, because he's got so many stuff in his crib. Yeah. yeah, if you don't know, we are out of home. We love, uh, what do you call it? Alliteration. Uh, yeah, we love giving nicknames. I'm new to the game. So, <laughs> and, and Kieran's improving every week, so. <laughs> so, yeah. No, 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 it's cool. Um, so, yeah, I started working out again, and obviously that just comes with like, certain things. Thursday, when we did that, that session with Omek was sick. And then also, bruv, Chappelle Show is back on Netflix. Oh, I saw that. I didn't watch it. Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show is back Chappelle on Netflix. Show. And if Chappelle anyone Show. knows me, they know that Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian of Go. all time. Man stepped away from 50 million in 2004, 2005 from Comedy Central. And we've come mm. full circle, bruv. Like, now, did you guys hear what happened with him and Netflix? Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's heavily against it now, isn't it? 
Bro, it was mad because um, basically Comedy Central gave Netflix the license to play, to, to uh, stream Chappelle's show. And then he kind of stepped in and was like, yo, I know I signed a contract, but that's kind of messed up that you guys can still profit off of the work that I done back in the day. He phoned Netflix. Oh, no, no. Netflix phoned him. And they took it down. They took it off Netflix purely because he was upset and they have like a relationship. And then they figured out a deal between Dave Chappelle, Netflix, and Comedy Central. So that comedies... He got paid, basically. Yeah. He got paid for this. So like after all of these years, you know, that whole like infamous case of him stepping away from 50 mil. I think even J. Cole's got mm. more about it. Now it feels like he kind of got yeah. his just dues, in it? Mm. So I was happy I think that tune's that. in, that, that lyric's in Runaway on yeah, Born yeah, Sinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My when I step away from 50 mil like Dave Chappelle. Like Chappelle. Jeez. J. Cole been slacking lately, man. Yeah, thank you. For Bro. That. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then yesterday, yesterday so hopped on to the um, whole coming to America wave. I know we wanted <sighs> to quickly, quickly touch on that. Like, what are we saying? What do we think about that? It's it is it is an absolute travesty that you will spend double the budget and it'll be twice as bad as the original. Like interesting. It, 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 the, the thing had more the thing had more features in a DJ Khaled album. Everybody was there. <laughs> and like they had salt and pepper in it and it still wasn't seasoned. I was bitterly disappointed by the whole experience. I was just like Steven! it was so many things. Did you watch it? <laughs> I, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Even the storyline of how um the U came to be was mad. It was yeah, no, no. His son, his son. It was mad. It was, it was like someone had submitted in homework last minute, last minute, and just like, oh, there you go. Uh, let, let, let. So you're on the side. It's, al- it's, it's almost like um, Stephen. It's almost like you think that they had that storyline figured in their mind. They were like, but wait, how does this happen? Like, <laughs> yes, oh, yes, in their souls, yes. Yeah? Okay, yes. I hear you. 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 Um, you on the side of the fence, I don't fuck with it. Yes, firmly. How about you, Combs? I haven't seen the film, but um, I was excited about the trailer, but also I was understanding that this could really like, ruin, the, ruin the legacy of a classic. Mm. Um, Fair. But I haven't seen it yet, so I think I have to wait until I see it. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah I watched it last night. I, I watched it last night too. Me and Kay was actually texting during it, yeah, because I'm going to try and give my review without spoilers. I feel as though everyone who watched it and is disappointed is comparing it to the original. Yeah. And I think that's unfair because it's a completely different time now, isn't it? Mm. Yes and no. What they were trying to do with the first one, I feel like it's difficult to replicate that. Mm. Yeah. How, when was it When was it first aired? 1980s. 80s. 80s, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Might be 89. Might be 89. This was just a Gen um, Z version of a classic, isn't it? Like, you said it had more 88, features. 88. 88. Mm. Yeah, you see, that's mad. Films from the 80s have got a different feel as well, man. Yeah, like for me, if I'm a if I'm if I'm a like a a young person who's who's watching this, I'm like, this is cool. Like, you know what I mean? There's the storyline could have been a bit better, and like you said, the budget was mad, so I was a a little bit disappointed in writing, but I feel Mm -hmm. as though for what you want in a modern day film that's gonna engage youngsters did his job and also if you look at the timing of when they dropped it tomorrow's International Women's Day which we'll get onto yeah the whole movie basically is about female empowerment in it so yeah yeah I feel like tactically they dropped it quite well um, and there's also do you know what my favourite scene of the film is when um, Lavelle is with the barber lady and they're walking and they're mm-hmm. talking about and she's like yeah I don't believe in sequels like sometimes if, if yeah, something's yeah, good then you shouldn't just yeah, mess with yeah, it yeah, yeah, I thought that was quite ironic in yeah that, that, that's fine that that. but, but my, my thing is just that if it is Different them, just make it all the way different. The way they're trying to like weave in the old, 
within like they yeah, should just made it. You have to make it connected. No, I, I call it um, coming to Zamunda then and have the storyline of that. It's like, like where, where, wherever, like, you know, they were weaving The only people that didn't make it in from the original was Daryl, Soglow, and Lisa's sister. Where are they at? Where, why was, like, Randy Watson is still going, like, still going strong, fam. Still, got flued out, got flued out. So, <laughs> Daryl, if you're out there, what happened? Yo, I want to know. I want to know. Yo, listen, Kay, before you give your, your take on it as well, yeah, I want to yeah, just yeah. give an honourable shout-out to Wesley Snipes, bro, because I, yeah. I think he played a very good role. Certain times, yeah, the accents can sound Jarry. off-brand, bro. Yeah, yeah man. He played a very good role. Accent was on point. For and um, Yeah, I think he was sick. But go, what did you think, Kay? Um, so what made you smile? What should I do yeah. first? What should I do yeah. first? Uh, what what smile? Let, 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 let's do back to front. Let's do Come to America. Then we'll... Okay, um... I enjoyed the film because the funny thing is I was in the groups obviously and there was a couple of reviews saying that you know it was a shambles you shouldn't waste your time and all of this stuff but I'm a person where I have to experience something to have my own opinion on it and I sat down and watched it with my dad my aunt and my mum and my little brother yesterday that's sick and I I was just like do you know what I I don't mind it you know like I, I can see I can see what they were trying to do obviously it's a classic and to be honest, sometimes you don't remake classics in it. But I think because it's been so long and not many people of like the younger generation would know what coming to America was and what yeah, it exactly, did to the culture. Exactly. It's like, let's make this thing and maybe remind them of the classic. I reckon coming to America, America the first one, is probably going to get a boost in views yeah, because of 100. this film and everybody's everybody's winning in it at the end of the day it was a i think it was a good film i think it was a bit patchy in places because it's almost like they come to conclusions really quickly or mm, like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like the storyline was that that there was room for more build in the storyline i think yeah yes yeah. and i think they tried to cram a lot of things in a short space of time but at the same time it's like Hey man, if that's what they wanted to do with the budget, that's what they wanted to do with the budget. Yeah, they <laughs> we didn't given write us it. The budget, we they could have given us the budget, and we could have done it a little could bit better. Um, Coming to Amsterdam, fam. Trust me, fam. <laughs> oh, that, that is <laughs> yo loading out of home, <laughs> bro. bro. Oh my gosh. Um, what's been making me smile? Well, it's, I just did my first week at my new place. What, what, what? Uh, nice. It was a really, bro. It was a, uh, it was great, man. Like just meeting new people. Um, getting to find out what I'm going to be working on, the types of um, briefs that might be coming in, um, which I can't talk about. Obviously, I work for the Secret Service. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but... All right. Oh, 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 huh? all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, on top of that, also just like getting my room back, um, unpacking, like getting putting stuff away, putting my clothes away, making my room feel like mine again, um, seeing my family... Like, one of the things that made me smile bare this week was, like, getting off a call, walking downstairs, and just seeing my dad mm, and my mum, you know what I mean? And just, yeah. like, being able to chat to them quickly in between calls and in yeah. between doing some work. Wow. Um, obviously, the work that we've been doing this it week, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice, man. It is nice. It is nice. Obviously, like, yeah, the work that we've been doing this week, um, I think even though, to touch on what Kwame said, even though we are um, 
far away or not that far away, it doesn't feel like we've changed in, in, in any type of way. In actual fact, I was saying to him, I feel like we've got a lot, of, a lot closer in this period because we need to obviously know the importance of what we're trying to do and how much it means to all of us. So I think just like doing that and um, my, 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 my studio stuff, like I'm, I'm going to part of my studio stuff this week. Obviously that's going to make me smile differently. And um, yeah, man, and just reconnecting with people and like um, having really good conversations with special people in my life. Do you know what I'm saying? So nice. You get me? That's what's making me smile, my guys. That's what's making Love me that. smile. And bro, so like... You you alluded to it at the beginning. We got a sick show for everyone today. We're going to be talk about it, yeah. Talk about it. We're going to be talking to some very very inspiring and dope people. And actually, just to give everyone a bit of a heads up, so Stephen came with the good idea because you guys might think we have our shit together. Sometimes we do. A lot of the time we don't. (laughs) Stephen's kind of and um, bro, like shouts out to you for this, innit? Like big up Stephen. I think about a month ago. And as we say that, Steve. and Kira stepping into the building. Hello. Big Hello. sister in the building. Wagwan Kiki. <laughs> what are you saying? Shouts out to Keith. Um, like, we, we've just become a lot more organized. So about a month ago, Stephen said, yo, International Women's Day is coming up. What are we going to do? Mm. And, um, <laughs> and um, so now we have dedicated episode to this. And we wanted to just share the stories and, and t- have like brief conversations with women that inspire us. Yeah. Um, so I think we have our first guest ready. Yes, we do. And she's coming in now, I think. So before we... Who's on before the panel? Jumps on, who do we have? Who what? We have Nella Roche. What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Hey. Well, go on. Can you hear us? Okay, 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 okay. Oh, my God, guys, basically. Talk to us. Talk to us, Nella. Them the story about that's how that's... you did for me. Hmm? I, I can't hear you so well, Nella. You can't hear me. Nah. Yeah, no, we can't. Okay, can hear you now. Can you hear you now? Basically, guys, um, what was it? How long ago was it? Three years ago? I like, yeah, it's like two, yeah, two, three years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know which story you're going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I was little old me and I didn't, obviously, I had followers, but I didn't have a you know, the amazing people over at night gave me an amazing opportunity. And I had a meet and greet at Foot Locker, which I will forever, forever be thankful for. So thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, friend. Nah, nah, I'm so I'm so gassed to have you on. You know, you know, it's funny because I'm meaning to ask you to come on for like the longest, but I was moving like one of those um high school kids in those American sitcoms, you know, the one that doesn't ask out uh the girl until like the end end of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, un- until the end of the year, and I'm like, Oh, will you go to prom with me? And then normally it's like, Oh, you should have asked earlier. Now I'm going with Zach. But fortunately, like Nella was like, Yeah, I'll hop on. So I appreciate I appreciate that. And um this is been, this, yeah, this has been long overdue, and then I just wanted to give you a little bit of. Um, actually, let me introduce you to the man then, or let, let the man them introduce themselves. So I'll start with uh, Kieran in London. What's up, Nella? How you doing? Hi, Kieran. My name is Kieran, aka Low Key, aka KK, aka Key. Um, I was in Amsterdam living with the guys, and I moved back to London um, two weeks ago, I think. Now, guys. Yeah, to, uh, I, I, had a, I had a good opportunity. I had a great opportunity to come back home, 
um, yeah. work and be closer to the family. But um, I am so happy to have you on the show. I mean, Stephen's spoken, spoken about you so much and we're very grateful to have you here, man. So that's me. I'll pass over back to my guys in Amsterdam. I love saying that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead, guys. You know me? Yeah, I can go. Um, hey, hey, Nella, I'm Kwame. Um, yeah, I'm originally from Southeast London. Been in Amsterdam six years next week. Mad. That's crazy. And, um, you got yourself, my guy. I'm just, I'm just all about. You're living your best life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Try to be like you. <laughs> you guys are in damn. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> we're just trying. We're just trying. We're just living. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to let the world know that you know, like Ghanaian, that that Ghanaian, like what do you call it? Ghanaian, like jollof rice bangs and and, and <laughs> anything else. I'm sorry, it's not gonna. Gonna run, so Ghanaian jollof bangs. I'm not gonna. Oh my days! Tell them, tell them, tell them. I'm not even Ghanaian, so I know. Yeah, Yeah, Nella, what's good? Thank again, like just to echo what everyone said. Thanks for jumping on, man. Um, my name's Yaf. No, we're gas. We we we, um we saw that you was uh watching coming to America, so we're gonna get your views on that in a second. Um, But um yeah, like Kwame been been in Amsterdam not six years but three three years last week. Just vibing, been living our best lives out here. Started this about a year and a half ago with the aim to like just share stories of inspiring people and kind of tell ours along the way as well. And we just want to kind of shape narratives in different ways, man. Like yeah. media is media is shifting and we feel like what we have to say and what our friends have to say and people like you have to say is, is way more important than what the mainstream media tried to tell us. So yeah. um, the whole purpose of this episode, obviously International Women's Day tomorrow, we just wanted to gas up the inspiring women them in our lives and that we know and speak to. Um, and that's that's why we got you on the show. So again, thank you for joining. Before we go into the real shit, we need to get your opinion and perspective on coming to America too because we just had a conversation about it, but I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. Okay. So I'm going to start with the pros and then I'm going to go okay. <laughs> okay. So, the pros is obviously like just the nostalgia so obviously when you watch something when you was mad young and then they yeah. kind of do like a remake it's like oh my god all my niggas is back literally everybody that was in like the last one it's like whenever they come off like, oh my god then they got my nigga Wesley it was <laughs> Seeing different actors that we grew up watching come together and stuff like that. That's a that's a pro. Another yeah. pro, we're gonna buy this bitch Tiana Taylor. Ooh. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. Doing up Ooh. wig, doing up choreography. The walk. Do the walk. Do you not see the walk? Oh the walk. I will try to do it, but you know, oh, I'm I'm a bit on the side. I won't be doing that, okay? But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I like how I just I like that side of it. I liked how they portrayed like a positive, like um, what's it called, a positive view on Africa. I just hate where in movies when they go to Africa and it's like they try to yeah. portray us as like poor and we don't have this, we don't have that, and they don't show the stuff that we actually do have. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I like that. I liked like the culture aspect of it, but what I didn't like what's it? Is that the whole time. I felt like I knew where the movie was going. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, so as much as I was enjoying the movie, I felt like I, I, I could predict, I could mm. predict 
every time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that those are my thoughts on it though. But the hair, the makeup, like oh my god, I was watching. Have you guys seen Behind Her Eyes? Not yet. No, no. I need to watch that. Heard is not yet. Basically, one of the main actors, yeah, in that series is black. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the makeup they did on her was finished. The wig they put on her was finished. All her scenes, the lighting was finished. So when it comes to coming to America, I appreciate the fact that you could tell yeah. they got black makeup artists, yeah. black stylists, black people to do the lighting because when that's not done properly, as in we we can see it's bad. It's awful. It is awful. I'm telling you. I like that we look nice. Yeah, facts. And that I was, also was, like the fact that David wasn't shouting this time because he likes that. <laughs> <laughs> really does, isn't it? I've got PTSD uh, from Afro Nation. Yes, yes me too. Me too. I was there and I was, me and my girl were definitely surprised how, how loud this man wants to shout, shout with a microphone on top of that. <laughs> my, my, we can me and my friend drunk, as in like, you know when you're drunk at a festival, you're not yeah. supposed to, you're not supposed to be gathering what's going on around you. I sobered up. Oh God! What's going on here? I don't understand. Oh my days! Wait, is it that mad? Is it, it that crazy? Still, yeah. It and was bad, especially if it was there. It was bad. And I, did, I did some research, research on Twitter, and apparently it's a thing. Like he, he's known for shouting. Yeah. I don't like to shout. Okay. Yeah, he's done it at wireless as well. <laughs> I had an argument with my auntie last night. <laughs> she, she's like, "Oh, who's that?" I was like, "Davido." And she's like, no, it's not. I said, do you see? Literally. I said, what do you know about Afrobeat? <laughs> Your auntie? <laughs> yeah. We're listening to you now. I know, but she didn't know who it was. And she tried to tell me it wasn't him. <laughs> Shout out my auntie anyway. Shout out. Shout out, Shout out, auntie, every time. Every time. But Nella, we're here to have you to, about uh, International Women's Day. And I was saying to the guys, I was talking about that first time when we met. And honestly, like that experience saved me. <laughs> <You didn't hurt. laughs> she did. She literally did. But it was like, even when, um, when we were at the, at the event and then when she came down the stairs and like, uh, we had like her fans. And I think it was the first time you've actually met your fans like face to face at that oh, point. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so it's like a big moment and then I saw like there were like young women like just like crying and getting all oh kinds of emotional God. like I haven't like I was just wondering it's like is it Michael Jackson that's coming down these stairs yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the level of emotions like, that stayed with me throughout and then I tell that story uh, to everyone I literally I caught it on um, I caught you on 4k so I sent a video in the whatsapp to the guys so that they could kind of get a sense Wait. of like what I was talking about and then just hearing you speak then it's just clear that uh, these like women look up to you um, they look up to you for advice all kinds of different things and what impressed me was kind of like how you had time to answer each of those questions and you brought your family along as well and your family were so much part of the experiences as well so like, I found that uh, really inspiring and I can't imagine like how inspiring it was for like uh, those young women and yeah just wanted to touch wanted you to touch on like your journey and kind of like what moments like that have meant to you my journey, gosh. <laughs> journey! Can I even spell journey? Gosh. Okay. Um, okay. So, obviously, I've not had the best life. Okay, I'm mm. still going through it. I feel like for a 23-year-old, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know who wrote my story, but please, it's enough. Okay? Mm. <laughs> so, basically, um, I was born and raised in Belgium. 
came here when I was like eight, nine, I think. Couldn't speak a word wow. of English. I got bullied for it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. because I got bullied for it in primary school, I went to a predominantly white primary school. Yeah. Um, my mom, she she had enough, so she put me in the blackest secondary school she could find in Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I got to secondary school, I kind of like um. I kind of like was embraced by the black community in it because it was like mm. obviously in my in my primary school, I was the only black girl in my year. So now mm. from that to wow, there's Jamaicans, Congolese, Nigerians. Oh my god! I feel like I really found myself in secondary school and mm. I was I was having so much fun like finding myself in secondary school that I decided to like vlog everything, right? So I had this camera that I stole from my dad, yeah. And then from year nine to year eleven, I was just like, you know what? Let me just record bits and bobs, and I'm gonna make a DVD and I'm gonna shot it on. Um, you did, you know. I said, literally, I said that's what I'm gonna do, right? right? So then I was recording stuff, and then um, I was recording stuff. I recorded bits and bobs of like the prom and just different stuff like the boys playing football water fights this that and the other mm. so I edited it it took me like it took me like two weeks to edit then I, I was burning them I this actually you know the kid the TikTok kids of today will never know I was Burn burning DVDs you know <laughs> oh my god! I was burning DVDs and then on results that I gave it to everyone in my ear no I was no 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 I made £10 oh, in DVD I made £10 Listen, I had a Entrepreneur bang. Entrepreneur from okay. early, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, so then after that, I went to um, college and I'd done media for two years, yeah? Mm. And I was just like, wow. Like, so they basically, they were making us, like, film, like, horror films and short stories and just that and the other. I said, this is fucking it. I want to do this for the rest of my life, right? <laughs> but then, obviously, I went to do media at uni, but then, you know, when your parents are African, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and you have to, you have to do a career that they they can understand and that they can yes. brag about in church. Yeah. Yeah. If they if they can't brag about your career in church, you're not doing that. You you're yeah. not <laughs> you're not. You so, can be making M's, you know, in this creative world, you could be making millions, bro. Yeah, describe wow. yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're not saving lives. Doctor, lawyer, uh, engineer. If it's not in them categories, forget it, from. So I was just like, oh god, let me just let me just do sociology quickly, since because I got good grades in sociology. I said, let me do that quickly, but mm-hmm. let me just go uni for the fun of it, just to make my parents proud. I didn't want to go uni. <laughs> so I know the I'm feeling. Gonna, yeah, literally. I know like, the feeling, man. <laughs> so then I got to uni and I remember everyone telling me, oh my God, you know, when you're going to go to uni, you're going to find the love of your life. Oh my God, uni is going to be so good. When I got to uni, I said, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I was starving. It was dead. It was, <laughs> I had no help. Like, I didn't know that you didn't get help from like, like the lecturer doesn't know you, basically. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone was talking about student finance. Like, yeah, I got my bundles because of student finance. So I thought, yeah, what the student finance? Me too. I'm gonna get them. And it all went to my rent. I was broke. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I vlogged high school. It was fun. Yeah. College was fun. I was recording, editing, filming. Da 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 da. Now I've gone to uni. I'm not having fun anymore. I don't like this. I'm not having fun. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a YouTube channel, yeah? And I'm going to make videos. 
And I want to show people what uni actually is like and how mm. it's the ghetto and mm. how we're suffering, we're starving. It's too, it was too much. So then I kind of just blew up from there, to be fair. That's amazing, man. Um, that's kind of like the short, 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 condensed, 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 10 crazy. second version of it. But yeah. Nella, my, I got my first question, just straight off the bat, yeah, is. Did yeah. you even know how to edit when you was like in like from year nine to eleven? Did you know how to edit or did you have to teach yourself to do that stuff? Yeah, but it was it was kind of simple back in the day because basically before it was Windows Live Movie Maker. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Clip, you have another clip. <laughs> Put it together. <laughs> <laughs> you might even have the what's the what's the what's the swipe the swipe fade in that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the transitions, the transitions, <laughs> Yeah, the check the checker transition. <laughs> yeah, literally, Love like it. you literally, you had like your your ten transitions there, your text, like it was so easy. But then when um when as I was growing on YouTube and stuff like that, and I started to see people do um, raw, like you can actually zoom into people's faces. I'm trying to do that. <laughs> so then, so then I got um, so then I started to upgrade and stuff. But my upgrade wasn't. Upgrade. It literally was from Windows to iMovie. Yeah. yeah. And that's a but whole yeah, different myriad, didn't it? Trust. Literally, but everything is on YouTube already. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to set a course for stuff like this. Like it's it's on YouTube Trust. already. Like people have that's been right. doing it. So yeah, I've learned a lot. Even now, like when I'm editing and I wanna find I wanna do something different to my video, I just go on YouTube and I say, Oh, how to do this. And then there's literally like Ten thousand. The answers are all there. The answers are all there. Facts, facts. Yeah. And then, and then, like in your, looking back at your journey, you touched on it briefly. But like, what would you say? Like, some of the positives and the negatives. Like, if you like briefly, just touch on some of the positive and negatives that you've picked. Let's start with the negatives. All right, Mm. let's get that out of the way real quick. (laughs) Um, I feel like on when you're a social media obviously i'm a youtuber i don't like these little titles that they like to put on me i'm a youtuber okay i like yeah. that though that's yeah. that's cool because i yeah, feel like man, a lot for of real. embrace the title and like let it define them you know no i'm a i'm a youtuber i make funny videos that's my job do you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah so i feel like the positive no the negatives is that um you're you're not allowed to make mistakes yeah no matter how many years ago it was even even if it was like yesterday and you made a mistake, you're not allowed to make a mistake. If you make a mistake, they will drag you to the moon. Mm. So you're not allowed to make mistakes. That's number one. Number two, there's a lot of pressure um, on like the way you look. Do you know what I mean? So mm. like, say for example, you were to take a picture without makeup, um, they'll be like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, it's how she does without makeup. And blah, blah, blah. Or it's like, oh, oh, it's Pardon? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, we we lost you for a second, but you're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, I'm back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Like, and also, like, you're always getting compared to people that have like plastic surgery and stuff. So it makes you kind of doubt yourself and say, "Oh my god, do I need to have plastic surgery and stuff like mm. that?" And then number three, is people are always trying to expose. Um, people are always trying to expose things that you keep private. So, for example, I'm I only show like twenty percent of my life, right? And then, but say, for example, I had, like, a hidden boyfriend and somebody was to catch us in Vapiano's. Like, it would be, it would a be thing, such right? a thing to expose mm. someone's private life. And I find that so scary. Like, for example, um, mm. where I used to live before, um, a lot of people wanted to expose the fact that I lived there just because it's hidden. 
And it's like, let me live. I just, I just want a place to yeah. live. That's it. Like, I'm not doing anything to anyone. But mm. yeah, I think those are the cons. But the pros, um, the pros is that I get to look after my friends and family. I feel like that is a feeling that I just, I'll always be grateful for. Like anything my friends want, anything my family want, anything they need, I'm able to provide same way they provided for me when I had nothing. So it's like, it's a good way to give back. So it's that when I get clothes, we all get clothes. When I get clothes, we're all living nice. I like stuff like that. Even when I get um, to fly on holidays, I get to bring my friends for free. Like I like stuff like that. And I also like, um, I like, I like making the content and people having people to react to my content because obviously yes. before mm. like college and secondary school, there was only like, my content wasn't being seen by more than a hundred people at max. Oh. So now having put in time and effort and money into something and people are actually like tuning in. I, I just, I love that because I love my job. Right. So I, I love the fact that people like get to see myself. So sick. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And, and then obviously you've inspired like quite a few people, but I'm just wondering who's inspired you on along the way? Mm. He's inspired me. Obviously, my parents. Mm. Just just go getters in general. Like my dad, yeah. My dad came to the my, no, he went to, he came to Paris when he was like 24 and he had no money. Wow. So he started working like free cleaning jobs to buy clothes. And then he started selling clothes at like well, well, well overpriced. Yeah. He was lying to people. He was like, yeah, good, good quality, quality. <laughs> and he was selling clothes. And then he he ended up owning two boutiques over the space of 30 years and he made so oh, much money. Do you wow, know what I mean? Man. And even just my mom, like obviously she came um she came to Belgium, I think when she was my age. Now I'm 23. Okay. Me, 23, I'm not relocating to nowhere with no money. <laughs> exactly. And, nah, like for you, for you to do somewhere. You say, though, you say that, but you did that. You were you've already done that. Mm. You did it. I know, but it's okay, different because I had friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Like, uh-huh. you have friends and family. For you to just up and leave, like, imagine you you, you land in a country and you don't know where you're going to stay that night. That's yeah, mad. That's and you wild. don't speak the language. That's, yeah. It's just mad. So my parents really motivate me because it's like, every problem has a solution. Always look at the brighter side and keep going. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So they're my main... Um, they're the main people that inspire me, but also Megan, the, the fucking stallion. My, <laughs> yeah. um, I just feel like nah, that woman. I just hats off to her. Like, obviously, we have a lot in common. She's tall. I'm tall. She's thick. I'm thick, but I'm thick in the belly side. She's thick in the bum side. But we're just not gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> and it's just, I feel like she's been through a lot. Like, she's lost her mom. She's lost her dad. Mm. She's been shot. And she still just perseveres. She yeah. still gets up and she still keeps going. So whenever I'm having a shit, I'll just go on her Instagram and I'll be like, yeah, let me go, let me go, let me go edit. Let me go do that. I personally think Meg is so important because she shows a lot of women and people that you can wear many hats so on one lane you might think oh she's a girl that raps about this and she twerks a lot it's like okay but like I, I, I also I'm going to uni and and, and exactly. I also, and also I'm about like the environment and, and giving back and, and thinking about exactly. how we live our life so she told that you can be who you are but also have many um, mm. different not faces but, but different um, forms of identity yeah, yeah. facts yeah. facts and I love that about her and and I think you've taken some of that because I've seen like your brand that you've launched as well. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ye
Yeah. <laughs> I know you, you know you have a job coming soon as well. Like um how how's that journey been in terms of like branching out and doing your own thing again? It's, it's, it's been sick, I'm not gonna lie. I had a um I had a clothing line when I was sixteen, sixteen, seventeen in college, right? And oh, I was wow, selling man. clothes and stuff like that. But then obviously I was making sales. And obviously, I was having little photo shoots and stuff, but n- nothing was of the quality that I could afford now in it. So obviously, I had to stop that. And now it's like I can actually afford to have like nice shoes. I can actually afford to get clothes made, and I can actually afford to just make things look nice and actually get sales, like loads of sales and stuff. And I just think it's sick because it's like it's like me paying homage to my dad in it because obviously he's so close to me. Yeah. And now I'm about to do the same thing. Yeah, so like now I'm about to do the same thing for 30 years. So it's like, okay, you pass something on. And I didn't need a degree. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> tell him. Tell him again. <laughs> and then, so going on from all you've done, I just want to know, like, as you look around in like society, obviously like last year was a mad year for like, Crazy. for everybody in general, but especially yeah, for like, like, the black community. Like, trust. Yes. Trust. Yes. And then. Mad thing. What would your vision for women in the future be like? What would you like women to be in the future? Like, what's your vision for for women? You know, do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. My like when I was younger, my vision for women in the future is actually what women are today. Like, okay. what women are doing? Yeah, women don't need men for nothing anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, more time when you look at the women in your life. Everyone's got business. If you're not an, if you're not doing eyelashes, you're doing hair. If you're not doing hair, you're doing makeup. If you're not doing makeup, you're selling clothes. At. Women are actually go getters, and women are actually starting. I feel like before women used to do stuff for men. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If guys like small boobs, I'm gonna flatten my chest. <laughs> now I feel like women are going in a direction where it's like we need to get our shit together and we don't need anyone else to tell us nothing to give us nothing yes. and i just i just i feel like the way women are right now i, I love that like I, I don't see it getting any better do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Mm. like i just i'm, I'm just loving it that's, that's such a good point man do you know what like when you say that and i think i'm like oh yeah bruv like the, it's, it's like the like, yeah shifted man it's really shifted and like obviously we're for men, in it, but we we've all got like women in our <laughs> we got women in our lives, whether that's girlfriends, sisters, or just like close friends, yeah. mothers, aunties. Yeah, like as as we've got older, we've just been like, do you know what? Like this patriarchal sort of like man male dominated society is fucked. And like as we've changed our perspective, we've we've like obviously tried to encourage other people to do the same. And just hearing you speak and what you're saying. Like yeah. so inspiring because like that's that's how it's supposed to be in it. And you said you can't imagine how how much better it can get. If this is where we are now, I'm gassed to see where it's gonna get. A hundred, you know bro. Oh, hundred. Mm. And then Nella, you dropped so many gems. I'm gonna ask you like for one more before you before you leave us. Um, if you had to think of one word to complete this in- sentence, uh, women in the future will be. What would that be? Bosses. Okay, I like that. that. I like that. that. I love that. I love Period. that. Period. <laughs> Drop the mic, man. Drop, Drop the mic Drop right the mic. there. <laughs> 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 thank you. Thank you so much. I think we'll, we'll reach out to you again to get you um, 
on another time Properly. to go through like your story because there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. But like, re- I really appreciate you hopping on. For, um... Especially like, Steve, I can't. <laughs> you know how I feel about what you did for me. Like, you were just so supportive. <laughs> You gave me my dream and you made it come true and you just you were just so supportive. Guys, I took him to the hood. Like I, t- I took him to the blocks here where my mom raised me. Like, <laughs> where did you take him? Where did you go? Where did you go? Graham Park. It's in it's near Collindale. Okay. okay. We don't know so I don't know North that well, but I've heard of that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know what for the And if, whenever you whenever you want me to come back, I'm here. I'm quarantining, I'm not going nowhere. Like <laughs> No, love, love. no, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. No, big, big love. love. Thank you so much, love. Nella, man. Enjoy the rest of your day and God bless you for the rest of the year, man, for real. Yeah, yeah. Bye, 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 girl. <laughs> Take it easy. Um, we just got... That's dope, man. Like, that was... That's that's that, that's wavy, bro. Like, to have Nella on the show and just like... That energy, bro. Yeah, yeah, that energy. Like, I, I also love love to hear like how she's um, like just like you two's relationship in it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and that's that's dope, Stephen. Man, I feel like you don't you don't talk about that stuff much. Do you know what Stephen's? He's a man of opposites. Like he he's Showtime Steve, but he's also very humble when it yeah. comes to stuff like very that. Very true. I, I really respect, man. But very bro, true. Big like big shouts out to him. No, it's good. Her energy was just amazing. Like I didn't know how she was gonna be. I know she's got that personality, yeah. but I didn't know how she was gonna be. And like she she's so humble. She's one of those like she's grown she's grown massively, mm. but she's so so humble about it. And like her life, like she's had some real challenges. So like it'll be good to get her to talk about those things a little bit later. But like I think that's a great way to start. I'm. I'm gasped for who have we got next? The rest of the show. KK, so, who we got next? So, uh, uh, is she in a lobby? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so who have we got next? So, this person um, is a person, or this woman, sorry, that I look up to a lot because I met her when I was on radio, um, when I was trying to figure out what I was trying to do in um, just the media space. And I think it was towards the end of my like time at uh, Bang Radio. And I, and um, this woman came through and she had her own show. And she's one of them people that like, she's just able to just navigate her space in a way which is so unique because she, 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 she works in a male-dominated industry, music industry. She's a DJ. Her name is Sarah Harrison. She's the lady in the trap. And she's the what, first what? person that I actually got to meet that was like, yeah, you should listen to trap. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I never, I never listened to trap, and she had, she just, she was listening to trap. She was DJing trap. She, she's a presenter. She's a personality. She's a DJ. She's a hell of a woman, and she's gonna be on the Out of Home Show, coming true in a second. Right now, yeah. oh, an intro. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> can we hear? Can we hear? You know, was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> For a quarter kick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she jumping on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud Sarah, and clear. Walk Crystal. on, man. Walk on. <laughs> 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 Don't know. The last minute of craziness. That's cool, man. That's cool. We just introed you. We just, I, I was just telling these guys how, like, how you've inspired me and, um, and just the, how wavy you are, Sarah, man. I think Stop you go it. about, you go about, no, the thing is, the thing about you, yeah, you go about your business and not many people 
like know what you do and mm, I read that and for me right like I see you speaking to Jeezy I see you speaking to all these I've, you had a Pop Smoke interview um, before he passed you've spoken to so many people and you've bridged the gap between the UK and the US and not many people are doing that so for our International Women's Day we want to chat to you about obviously your journey um, a little bit about wherever you're from and ask you a few questions but thank you for joining the Out of Home podcast um my boys are in Amsterdam, uh, Stephen and Kwame. You know Yaffa already. Yeah. Oh, um, so you're in London? Yeah, I'm in London. I'm in London still. <laughs> I'm back Recent home. Development. Okay. Back home. Yeah, man. So how, how have you been, man? How have you been? It's been crazy, honestly. Like, I've been busy mm. in a pandemic, which is obviously That's a bit... a blessing. Of, yeah, exactly. It's a blessing. Um, yeah, I'm kind of at the point of in my life where... I'm just being so strategic with everything. Mm. It's like, I think I'm overthinking like everything. <laughs> what was that? So st- strategic Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, strategic Sarah. Um, well, so I, I turned 30, so it's, it's peak. Oh, well, we, we got to start leveling up with the big 3-0 in that, you get me? You go, you go, you go, you, you go embrace the um, dirty 30, Sister Sarah. Me, 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 me and Stephen welcome you gladly. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So before before you came on, I was just telling the guys that um, we met way back at Bang Radio. But like from then to now, can you just give us like a little, like, yeah, just tell like a little bit about your story, how you got to where you are, what you're doing at the minute. Obviously, we know you're a DJ, you're a, per- you're a personality, you're a presenter. But yeah. talk to us about your journey, like from there to then. So Bang Radio was such a great training ground for me, as you would know as well. Like yeah. it gave young talent the freedom to really find themselves and explore what they wanted to do like while they were doing it if that makes sense so I think that was what was so beautiful about Bang Radio and they embraced everyone um, equally like it doesn't matter what experience they had Mm -hmm. Um, so from Bang Radio um, I had moved I I knew I wanted to I mean I've been in media all my life honestly like even before I even moved to the UK, because I'm from Malta, mm-hmm. um, and I I did TV back in Malta, so like literally as a kid. I didn't know that, Sarah. Whoa! Revelate, bro. Bear revelations. Trust on the show me. One day, one day, the doc, the doc will come out. <laughs> Please, yo, there's, yo. I reckon there's like if you type in something random on YouTube, yeah, Jesus, I there's, there's a clip of Sarah somewhere. <laughs> must be in it. Must be. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, like media, music, and media have literally been like married in my life, and I've I've gone between both. So. I've I've just always been a music head, but then I found myself as a presenter as well. So, yeah. So from Bang Radio, I I knew that 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 channel was gonna be like a place where I could elevate my voice, not only my voice but other people's voice as well. Mm-hmm. So, what I wanted to do is just create a platform that enabled people to to really just come on and and be themselves and not be stereotypically um like like mainstream or like trying to fit into a, a mold or trying to like pull certain things out of them like in the, like on the interview front like pull things out of them that's going to take them out of their comfort zone or take or, or take them out of character like that's never been I've I've just always wanted to walk with integrity right same 
Same. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's difficult in, it's really difficult in a, in the media space because media is supposed to be like, it's kind of like synonymous with entertainment and people like to see entertainment as, I don't know, like a character defaming thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't want it to be that. So it's, and it's difficult to navigate the media world like that because you're always almost like competing against um, people that are creating like moments and creating entertainment content rather than real life content. So, so yeah, um, from bang, I went to radar radio, which again was a very different experience because that format didn't follow the traditional radio rules of, um, you know, playing music without swear words, um, not saying swear words. Uh, Yeah, just everything was literally the complete opposite. So it was actually quite a shock to the system because I had done three hours every week on on Bang for like three years, I think. So I I had it ingrained in me to Mm. just be like, you know, super by the book. Um, so that was interesting as well with Radar. Again, I, I pretty much had a blank canvas and I was able to do what I wanted to do. And I think that's when I started to build my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, bringing in the visuals, which is really like where where I'm at right now. Like the focus is to just stand as a as a as a standalone digital platform. Um, so radio was the vehicle. Um, however, the the main platform would be, you know, Sarah Harrison. Yeah, and you've you started. Obviously, we've had the, the COVID pandemic and, and all of these things, but that hasn't stopped you. Um, I saw that you started She the S H E Network. Yes, um, and you've been interviewing some dope people across this time period. But um, you mentioned earlier that you you moved from Malta. Um, it'd be interesting to just get what your experience was growing up in this generation, like the positives. And the negatives. Um, in London, you mean? Yeah, in London, in London, yeah. I think the move to London for me was so healthy because, as it, it just brought me, it just opened my eyes to a different level mm. than being in Malta. Like Malta is, there's less than half a million population, so it's really such an island mentality um, where you're not really prone to seeing what else is out there right so it can be quite close-minded however the positivity of being from an island is that that island mentality of always wanting to to over deliver because you you feel like you come from somewhere so small that like you want you always want to be heard like you always want to yeah you always want to come out on top like because you're competing against people that might be afforded way more opportunity like in Malta we don't have music studies we don't have like you can't just study to be a music engineer like you can't there's no performing arts schools that you can go into full-time which that's actually why I had moved here to go to full-time performing arts school so so there's always that that thing of like always being ambitious for more Mm. um so that's what I took took out of that experience as a child there and then coming here I think yeah just having that chip on my shoulder enabled me to as I said like really excel at what I wanted to do um but in terms of like building friend groups I think it was amazing to build such a a, a variety of friends from different parts of 
of not only the UK but the world. Like the the wow. school was really small. Like I went to Sylvia Young, so it was a really small oh, school. Wow. Yeah, the art school, right? Yeah, yeah, the art yeah, school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was I was amazed by like the different cultures and um it was I think it was the right point in my life because it was How old are you sir? I was ingrained in it. I was I was um 12. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, literally the beginning of secondary school. Yeah. It's a very influential age person. Exactly. You become as a person. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So I was open to so many different cultures in my school and I I loved that. Like for me it was I, I fit in because I don't know. Even though I had this like, this, this like immigrant story, mm. I still felt accepted. So that was nice. It's 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 almost it's, it's well it's it's almost because like London is a melting pot of so many different cultures and identities. It really is boy. that you like you you kind of find your people, especially when you're going to places like Sylvia Young. Those are like minded people that want to do something within media or within arts, and, and you, you manage exactly. to find your people there, and that's amazing, man. And I guess like for me, what like I've always watched your career from afar and always been quite amazed by it because I was saying to the guys before you came on, like you were one of the first people that I knew that were listening to trap, and I was like, when you listen to late play, I was like, what is this music, man? But what like you, you you've stuck by your your sound and your genre for so long and I, I just wanted to know like number one where that that um the want to kind of be be part of that that scene came from and then also on top of that to, to know like who inspires you you know <laughs> um okay so i think the thing that attracted me to trap music was the the musical element like the beats because mm. i I did production at one point in my life. So I've always just been obsessed with rhythms and 808s. Like the 808s is like, I'm an 808 fiend. So that that's obviously trap music through and through. So the beat, I definitely think would say the entry point was the beats. But then, I don't know, there was something about it that, you know, when you just, you just see chemistry with something, like you feel the chemistry with something. And I felt like yeah, that yeah. was my... That was a thing that that really struck a chord in me. And then, you know, I took it upon myself to actually go there and see where it originated, like how it's, what, where's the story behind trap music? Like, mm-hmm. who are the people behind it? Who are the pioneers? And that even more, I was like, okay, like, this is me. But it's really weird. Like, I can't really pinpoint what it, what it is that I feel like so synonymous with because normally, normally the type of music Normally, like music is influenced by your surroundings, and you know I didn't grow up there, so. Yeah. Um, I thought I heard there was like a thriving trap scene in Malta. Though is that wrong? Oh, stop it! <laughs> 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 they they just about know hip hop, so <laughs> literally, Fifty Cent is still like the still biggest hip hop. Yeah, he's still yeah exactly. He's still candy shop in the clubs like it dropped yesterday. Oh. Oh my, goodness, <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah so but obviously hip-hop i i started in hip-hop really late like honestly it was probably like hip-hop hip-hop when i when when we talk about hip-hop i'm not saying like i don't know like hip-hop beats which was what timberland and pharrell were doing in the pop space right mm-hmm. which is it's it's hip-hop but it's hip-hop influenced but when we talk about hip hop, you know, we're talking about the originators, like yeah. 
you know, the the Mob Deeps and, mm, yes. you know, Tribe Called Quest. Like that, mm-hmm. that came really late in my life. So I had to like, I had to go back in time to really just learn the foundations. Um, but yeah, so trap music, I felt like was, it was telling a story, but it made it entertainment. Yeah. And, but it made it entertain in a, in a very... I don't know. It, it is a storytelling about it, but it was it was dance floor friendly. Um, yeah, very. Yeah, and it it just I don't know the lifestyle that spawned out of trap music is crazy. Like it, it's it, they're superstars, you know, like yeah. they're superstars from trap music. Mm. Um, and then who inspired me? You mean like? Or who inspires you as a person? Yeah. Right. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's a tough one I've never thought about that <laughs> um, I have to say My mum my and dad Inspire yeah, me okay. Honestly yeah. Like and, and Yeah I wouldn't even Think twice About a different what, Different what, name To replace that What is it that they Like why What is it that they do Or what is it that they Have done that Inspires you And what, what have they Instilled in you To kind of Continue to be the person That you are So my parents have had, have literally gone from nothing. It's like zero to a hundred mm. with no, them, yeah, with no, you know, just no help. Like, it's just, I, I look back at their journey and I'm like, that I am try, trying to replicate that is, is even like mind blowing because I'm like, how do I even do that? Mm. Um, especially in this day and age, again, it's a different story. With, with the times that we live in um, just because technology I think has has made the world a lot more I don't know it's, it's granted a lot more opportunity therefore there is a lot more uh, competition with trying to like succeed um, but yeah that, so that is a big thing and like just the the idea of sacrifice like the fact that the sacrifices they made they didn't think twice. Like yeah. it was it's like sacrifice is, is a part of life. And I, and now it's, it's a part of me. Like I, I don't like, I like that. Huh? I like that. I like that. I like how you phrased it. Yeah. It's like, sacri- like there's no excuses. Mm. It's like sa- sacrifice is a part of life. And it's just everything they did. They did it with such love and passion. And yeah, there, there, there was just never any, I don't know. I don't know how to... I need to frame that a bit better. No, I think you're done. I where you're coming from. And do you know what's so interesting, Siri? Like, you talk about your um, parents being your inspiration. And I feel like, especially when, like, when I first met you, you were probably one of the only... Um, probably one of the only women I knew that was in that space. Yeah, true. Of, true. Of, like, um, I won't say a niche, but, like, a very particular area of music, right? And um, for me, that really kind of just opened my eyes and defied a lot of stereotypes and um yeah just like you know society kind of conforms your brain to thinking in a certain way but when i saw you busting through on a trap scene i was like oh raw like it's is a, a female space as well you know yeah, and i think yeah. that was really important because you know you could have been shelling it down in the club and then like all of the everyone who's in the club can see like who's playing those songs and it kind of like really changes the narrative over what trap is because trap was traditional like for me anyway and how i was raised and how i came into it was a very masculine mm-hmm. sort of domin- sort of dominated sound and I think what you've done and what you continue to do really changes that and you never know who you could be inspiring as well there's probably a lot of 
young women, um, girls out there who who probably want who want to get into music and are inspired by what you've done. So I think that's like credit to you and and definitely, the, the space that you've created. Definitely, right. Yeah. Thank you. You know, it's it's definitely um, a male dominated, somewhat borderline misogynistic. Um, so it's you know it's always it's always difficult. But I don't know. I've always operated in this space of like if I do something, I do it. Like I do it well. Mm. And I'm not going to think about the implications of who I am. Like, and I think that, that again comes from the whole journey of traveling from like leaving my, my, my home country of Malta to like come here and just, and just base what I do off of my talent rather than who I am. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, definitely. I think it's important to not, to not be influenced too much, too heavily by your surroundings to the point where it affects your performance. Because I think that's, I think that's what we do as human beings in general. Like we always, we walk into situations, almost the battle half lost because, yeah, because you know what I'm saying? You're going in with the mentality of like, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. Mm. But if you, if you, if you put your, put your best foot forward and put your put your talent and what you offer at the forefront then you you're always going to cut through and do you know what i'm saying rather than yeah. rather than like having vulnerability so much vulnerability that's a- and yeah that that's really that was like thinking back at some of the things i've done i'm like i don't know how i did that especially as a woman like a lot of the clubs i've played at it's been mostly guys or i've walked into clubs yeah. and it's been mostly guys and or like you know where I've where I have been the yeah like in a position I, I don't know yeah it's, it's 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 crazy especially like some of the trips that I I took to America like completely by myself and I'm like no Yo, you're a champion you're Sarah you're a champion you're a champion and obviously we're not gonna like um and, 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 no no I guess you were the time bro like, I, <laughs> I guess you were the time but do you know like what what we wanted to ask you as it is International Women's Day um, yeah. What what's your future future vision for women in society? Like, wh- where do you see women in the future? Oh wow, um, I don't know. Like, don't we exist not right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's very true. I I, I don't I, I don't really don't know. Like, I feel like women are are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, mm. and they're, you know whatever barriers were created by society i think they don't exist so much um you know one of you know like a a story recently um i forgot her name i forgot her name but she founded bumble Mm, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right that's right so she's obviously become one of the young not even just a woman but one of the youngest billionaires mm, like, yeah. from the tech space and yeah. i think and again like not uh, trying to not so attach money with it because that can skew the idea of success like i don't want to yep. do that i don't want to do that but um just just the fact that she has broken boundaries is is already like a step in the right direction um and i just think i do think that women in the i think the future of women is women in the tech space mm-hmm. because I think that they can add, it's crazy, but I think that they can add emotion 
to tech, to technology. Facts. So, Your facts. Do you know Big what facts. I mean? Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. And the fact that you add adding an adding emotion to tech, it means that the consumer is going to stay there longer. Yes. That's Kingo, that is point. such a great point, Sarah. I just made that up. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, Sarah, it's honestly been amazing chatting to you. Thank you for giving us your time on this Sunday. And um, honestly, like, keep shelling down these sets, keep talking to people, keep inspiring people. And yeah, um, yeah we have one more question. I guess it yeah. is it's a very short one. Um, in the future, women will be what? <laughs> <laughs> in the future women uh, I want to say women will be women right there you okay, go enough, that's, that's enough said. said Sarah Harrison that's, thank, thank you. you that's it Thank you. Thank I can't you. wait to listen back to this and just cringe at myself. Oh, uh, no. You, you handle this shit. We do that every week. No, so man. Fine. We do this every week. Every week. Thank you so much for your time. Um, no worries. I'll catch up with you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you so, you so much, so much man. Safe. Love. Every time. One love, Sarah. Love, Sarah. Bye. Take it easy. So, yeah. Now we have. Who do we have? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We have guests from my side. Your side. Ever family members. What? Two women, are very, two women are very important to me. Okay. They're inspiring and have shaped me as a human being more than a man, I would say. Um, my mom and my sister so hey. I cannot wait I gotta bring, gotta, what gotta, the Wilsons is about to start bro so I cannot wait the Wilsons if, if, if there's abuse from the start that means you understand why I abuse you man so much because it's all about love hey auntie auntie wait wait hold on I don't think we can hear you guys oh no oh wow this is amazing this is so good incredible bro can you hear us Oh, I can't hear them. Still? You can't hear us? Kwame, this is Dad's laptop, so... Hey, Kwame, oh, wow. Kwame. <laughs> Why would you use your laptop? Same in the system. She has a whole oh. mic, you know. It's still working. <laughs> 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 That's what... Oh, we can hear you, but we can't. Right, we'll That's fine. Sorry. No problem, no problem. We'll be back. After this commercial After break. Messages, yeah, exactly. We'll be right back. <laughs> On a Friday night, and I'm feeling parched, yeah. and, I, and I need to get my starts. I need to get my party going. You, yeah. you know what I would love to drink? What would you like to drink, Kwame? Okay. Tell me. <laughs> I would love to drink some rawberry raw. Rawberry raw. Rawberry raw. Rawberry raw. Yeah. What's rawberry? Yes, yeah. Or Stephen, or someone, because I'm 
thinking, what is raspberry raw? How would you explain this drink that we speak of? It's the nectar of life, really. The nectar of life. It is a collection of fruits which bring passion and make it bubble to the surface. It makes a mandem's lips a little bit looser, like the WD forty for the combo. You know what I mean? WD forty for the combo. Raw baby raw. Brought to you by Out of Home and Demand. Them. You get me, lad? We actually need to work with some like um, like what do you call it? Distilleries. Think about the gift. 100% production. We need to do a trailer for 100%. Yeah. That doesn't oh, we do. We do. Skip. We do. Skip. We did let John know someone's on the I mean, something's on the way. But no, um, there was technical difficulties. But my mum and sister are coming on. Very excited about having them on. Um, yeah, like my mum is just a fearless, selfless character. And my sister is this driven, determined. Yeah, you, 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 you'll see, like, they have. This is so good. This is so, so good. It's oh man, your face right now yeah, is a bro, picture, bro. But also, but also, it's weird. But my mom will be meeting you for the first time, and then, yeah, like, I've told her like little by little, little by little, what out of home is. And I'm already yeah. receiving mail at your yard. It's yeah. mad. Yeah, man. And while we're waiting for them, let's we can kind of talk about some of the stuff that we've picked up already so far because yeah man yeah. I just feel like we've had two completely different people on with yeah. Nella and um, Sarah yeah and I just like the thing that Nella said around um, like women don't need men anymore mm-hmm. like mm. I love that because we're now in sort of like this space where society has woken up and there's equal opportunity well still a lot of work to do yeah. but there's more opportunities yeah. for women back. who yeah um, as as Sarah said, like with with Whitney Wolf and Bumble, and I hope I said her name right. Yeah, like you're adding yeah. they're adding more value to society as well. So um, I'm just really excited, man. And I think we're gonna get the Wilsons back in, who are gonna give us the Wilsons, the Wilsons. another Wilsons. dose of inspiration. Hello, hello, yo. We can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. hello. Oh, yeah. Let me have some manners. You taught me well. Yes, unfortunately my my hair and my beard are still growing, but no. <laughs> to my left is my good friend Stephen. Pleasure to meet Hi, you. Man. Hey, is, how are you? This is yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. And on the other screen is Kieran, who is now in London. The rest of us are Amsterdam. Wonderful to meet you, Auntie. Hello. (laughs) So this is us. Kwame, do you know what you look like? (laughs) Gregory Peck. You know the guy who sings and where's the hat? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. The other one, the one who does the voice. The roast to Kwame Wilson. Oh, oh, um, Will I Am? Yeah, he's singing Pakistan. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Just going in the context. Yeah, no, but like, thank you for joining. I just want to ask, um, how are you both? My God, we we great. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that energy. That's good. Energy, energy. Yeah. That's good. Natalie, my, my, can I ask why you originally dialed in using Dad's cl- cl- clunky laptop? Clunky? Come, Dad's got a MacBook Air. 
Oh, 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 the upgrade, the upgrade, bro. Hey, I've been home in, in, in so long, I have no idea what's happening now, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> yeah, you got, you, you got to talk. No, 2017. No, don't. Oh, oh, oh. Kwame, so all the times you go to London. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 International Women's Day, and we've had some. Wow. Other, we've had some other guests on from like um, um who are big in social media and music, and now this is like a, one of our aspects, which is about family and how and how you lot have been such an inspiring force in terms of shaping me. And I wanted to ask you some questions on yeah, like the journeys you've had and the perspectives that you've had as, as being women growing up and living in this time. So, um, yeah, I can, I, I'll ask my first question for, for Natalie and then I'll give it over to mum with a little tweak. Natalie, as someone that is, you know, who you are and you speak about that, what, what, what's your experience growing up in, in this generation as a, as, as, as a young woman, I would say, the positives and the negatives? Um, uh, wow. Okay. If it's like outside, yeah. You know, I've been very lucky, if I'm honest, yeah. Like this woman here has always... Um, my mother... so my mom has always like um championed like being a woman she's never allowed it to be an excuse for me to do any less um and then like in school and stuff i had people and teachers like that in school (laughs) people in school that also um encouraged it now outside of those safe spaces yeah it can be difficult um Mm. because not everybody like sees women as like a title to even respect or consider but in my own like places they've always just like yeah being a woman has been a grand experience i've, I've enjoyed it yeah and and that, as, a, as a as a photographer and um as a, and also a um also a also a um director have you have have you found some challenges or, 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 or already early on in your career not challenges can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, the thing that happens is you're usually assumed to not be the director on set. Mm, um, and being being coloured or black. Oh, yeah, being black. Mm. I've been lucky that the sets I've worked in have always been predominantly black. Okay. Um, so I've been lucky to not encounter colour issues as much or race issues as much. But, yeah, and there's sort of an assumption of, like, when, when, you, when you experience it, you'll know, but, like, things are assumed of me that aren't assumed of men. Like if um, there's an, there's an, a change in order or um, like the client isn't as happy with something, the candor or the way they'll speak to me is very different to how they would speak to like other people on my team or my production, because yeah. they're just kind of like, well, like who are you as a woman? Do you get what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's kind it can be disheartening because you, you you're going to be prepared for it. Yeah. You have to be prepared for it. And even one of my friends who's a makeup artist um, has also spoken about, like, feeling that treatment on set. But you just got to stand your ground and just hopefully um, bring yeah. other women in so it doesn't become that you are the anomaly, but that you are one of many. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah you, you have a place and um, a role and a responsibility on set just like any of your male counterparts. Yeah, 100. And, and I want to ask you, mum, because it's a bit different. You... Um, you, you are the first ever mum on the show, so that shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out, Mrs. Wilson. Like how, how does that even feel for you? Shout Honestly, out. Like, yeah, how does it show. feel? It feels amazing. Like, it, But also, selfishly, it feels good like just to just to even see them and also like 
<laughs> on this, on this, mm. on this thing. But now I wanted to ask you, mum, um, as 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 a mother, you know, born and raised in Ghana, um, what do you think? Like, what, what do you what do you think you've witnessed in terms of the like, in terms of the like, um, what do you call it? A transition in in in, in society from uh from 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 a, from a woman when you came to the UK, you know, almost thirty or forty years ago to what to what you see now. Like, what would you say has been the, the main change in? If you can, yeah, you with me? Um, so you, like, you as a young woman, to you as like, well, no. me as um, when I came from Ghana, yeah, the and time then, I and came then, from Ghana, and then, and then like, um, what do you call it? Um, compared to what, what you see the role of women now, and uh, um, um, I, I, I think what I can say is, um, I came to I came to England nineteen seventy nine, mm. and at that time, women or oh, Black people were supposed not to be heard. Okay. I mean, you speak your mind and they tend to look at you. Where are you from? So okay. it's just like, oh, shut up and then take whatever is given to you. But now I think there's a bit of liberation going on that they trying to um, bring the young people. I mean, your voices are being heard. Whereas at our time, it wasn't Mm. like that. Mm. So whatever they throw at you, you've got to accept it. But with this young age and the dynamics of things being um, changed, um, it's very encouraging that Mm. though you come from a a black background, you Mm. can still come up to be something great. That's what I think um, the changes are very, very clear that you are allowed to speak your mind, mm. go into jobs that a white person can do or a colored person can do. I mean, now they don't rate you, the black people, as, oh, I'm above you or the class system. But now I think you almost, they're giving you the chance to come out to be something better. Mm. And, and I had a question for you um, so me and my mum we went to Nigeria for the first time in a long time and also through Kwame I heard that you were also stuck in Ghana for quite some time um, so I'm going to ask you the question in reverse since going back to Ghana have you seen much change from a women's perspective in Ghana has it been the same evolution or different um no, there's no change. <laughs> there is no change. I mean, wow. even though we've got a, um, a better president who is very knowledgeable, but no, in terms of the changes that is happening here to women mm. in Ghana, they, 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 so, they, even though the women are trying to go out to work to make ends meet, mm. so... A woman's place, I mean, a woman's place is in the kitchen and they mm. don't, they don't take any high esteem of women. So it's still, it's still the same. And what, what do you think needs to change in order for that change to happen? What, what needs to happen in Ghana for that to take place? Well, as it's, it's, as it's embedded in our, <laughs> it's going to take a long time for, yeah. um, Ghanaian or black women to come up to be on the same level as men. Because here, even though they um, 
the women are very outspoken. They've got a mm. voice here Ooh. back home. The women haven't got a voice. So unless something <laughs> changed drastically, I think we will be in the same awesome weather. Yeah. So that's it. It's not it's not encouraging when you when you see how things are changing here mm. and your own country. Um Things are not improving at all. We we still down at the bottom of the ladder. Whereas here, they allow you to you are on the ladder and climbing up. Yeah, mm, yeah. So, okay. And the mentality of um, black men hasn't changed. You 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 get the money. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> get you get the money, and when you talk, they said, "Oh." You talk too much. Book mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, yeah. I mean, you you do things as it should be. Yeah. So, and I think this question is interesting because you both come from very different generations. Mom, when you were younger, who inspired you, and Natalie, who inspires you? You want to go first? Yeah, you go first. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's really cliche to say, yeah, but honestly, like my mom, I remember even in my, I think it was GCSE, I was right about somebody who inspired me in my mm-hmm. English. I wrote about her, my mom. Um, just because, oh. like, oh. <laughs> just just because, yeah, like, um, like I said about being like outspoken and stuff like that, right? Um, like my mom, there's there's so many like one line that she would say or like the effort that she would do that just really like encouraged me about like pushing myself and so on and so forth whether it was like in primary school and doing my times table with me even though she doesn't really care for maths um or like making sure that we go to the library every Thursday and we read or like when I had a semi like teenage breakdown because I didn't get the the grade I wanted in English and my mom told me like um the only reason why you're bad at English is because you think you're bad at English which to me was all about like the power of my mind mm-hmm. and then ever since then like in school I took off mm-hmm. um or like I took off again so yeah my mom really inspires me and she's always like wanted to do stuff for herself on her own terms like one thing that's is kind of it sounds small but it's kind of common in the I'd say like the black African community is like Moms don't drive as much. Like, it's usually the dad who will, like, drive and the mom doesn't drive. But my mom, once she knew she was going to have, like, three kids, she was like, no, I've got to get my driving license. Mm. Um, I've got to drive. And, like, my mom drives. Even some of her friends, she'll have to, like, sometimes she'll help them. She'll drive them to, like, the supermarket or so on and so forth. Do you get what I mean? Like, if my mom, if my mom ever wanted something or she thought she should she should get it, she'll figure out a way to 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 go and get it, to make yeah, it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would never be but what about who inspired you? Um, I think, um, well, may he rest in peace. My dad, yeah, my dad really inspired me because he he was um, a very well-to-do person in Ghanaian terms and he never stopped working. I mean, my dad was, at the age of 21, he was, he was really comfortable, like when I say money-wise, yeah. But when he even when he came to sorry, when he came to England, he bought us he bought a place, paid for it, and then we living in rent free. But when he comes he, and left us to um do things on our own. But when he comes from Ghana and you are home doing nothing, I mean, because your rent is being paid or something. I mean, I, by the time that I came in, I was doing three jobs. Wow, he wow, hates wow. laziness. <laughs> so I think that w- was in, embedded. embedded in me. Mm. And then 
like Kwame will tell you, even when they were young and they were going to, they come to me and say, Mommy, I'm not well. I will put a <laughs> thermometer oh, in our in mouth, mouth, in our mouth yeah. to see whether they <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> actually um, sure. um, uh, ill. So I think my dad did. Yeah. If you get a good upbringing from um, in the early ages, it's you grow with it. Mm. Yeah. So it stays yeah. with you. So yeah. hard work. And you can see that channel. You can see that channeling through to your children as well, Auntie. Like, I spend a lot of time with Kwame and I've got to know him um, over the last few years, well, last year even. And you can just see, like, he's been instilled with that val- those values and those core values. So, shout out to you, Auntie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And you know what the, the biggest one is timekeeping. Kwame is keeping us in check in terms of time. time. That's not that's from me. 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 That's from when he was coming to an interview. Oh, no, no, that's not First episode, mom, don't worry. Um, I, 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 I spoke about no one out there. I, I spoke about me, me, me missing my flight. And um, and um, I've got one more question for you, but mom, I don't think I've ever shared this with you. Um, when I was leaving London and I had my, my old job and there was a leaving do, um, people were like, oh, Kwame, we're going to miss you. You're so this, you're so that, you're so funny, you're so great. But one person who might be listening, shout out to Sarah, um, gave me the biggest compliment I've ever had in my life. I'm trying try, try not, try not, to, not to get emotional. But she said, Kwame, the thing I like about you is that you've been raised really well. That you, co- you come from... A... <laughs> so like, she, 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 she was like, you come from a really good home. And every time I speak to you, like, I, I see that. And then I, I I got really emotional at the time because I was expecting that. And I, obviously, I'd been drinking a lot. But I was just like, it, it was really nice that, like, she was able to see that who, where I come from and that my parents, mm. who, I, who, I, who I hold to quite high standards, luckily, some of that has, some of that has, um, some of that has like, come out in me. So I, I just, I just wanted to share you with that with you. And also, Natalie, I want to, sh- and a mum, you know, it, it, basically, all you have to do is, um, supplier, one word at the end of this sentence. In the future, in the future, women will be... <laughs> um, respected. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. And mum? Um, one word. In the future, women will be... Acknowledged. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's two very good, good, very good answers, man. Very good answers. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So, I'm just so happy seeing you. I miss this house, you know. I miss that house. I'm, I, and you, and you know, um, and you know what, um, my mom. So Kieran had just moved to London, like, like maybe a week ago, and 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 he said that it's nice that he 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 can go on a call and be on work and then come downstairs. And talk to his parents. Yeah. And I, I really miss that. So hopefully in April I can come and see you and annoy the hell out of you both. Goodbye. Isn't it going back to Amsterdam? Let's go back to Amsterdam. So you know, Kwam, yesterday mom was doing something that really reminded me of you, yeah. It's the most annoying thing they do. one of the most annoying things they do. They fall asleep on the couch, they, their eyes are closed, and you'll be like, 
you're sleeping. Go to bed. I'm not sleeping. Kwame does that time that Friday. I do that. I do that. But you know, um, yeah. No, just 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 just, just thank you for jumping on. And also, like from I haven't spoken much because I've just been kind of like enjoying this in it. It's really nice to see because Natalie, I've I've heard a lot about you, but I haven't Definitely. met you and Auntie Same as well. You know, I saw you once in Soho House, yeah, but I didn't know if it was you. I almost hit the wall. Like my friend was like, "Nat, we're go, we're leaving," but I didn't know it was you. You're now you're boying it. You don't want to say hello. <laughs> that is where you would see Yaf. <laughs> that is where you would see Yaf. Yeah. But no, it's it's honestly just been nice to sit back and enjoy and just like see where Kwame's from in it. Yeah, like, see man. his influences, um, the women that inspire him, and mm. you can see where like. Kwame being such a great man and continuing to level up, you can see where it all comes from. So, yeah. oh, shout out to both of you. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Like, uh, I will... I mean, uh, like what I said earlier, when you are raised in the strictest way, um, you know where to... Where, where to go up because, like, I used to be, like, a medical secretary and... I'm not that I was showing up. I'm not that I'm trying to show up. That anybody that I work with just like me. I mean, they they true. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Same as Kwame. Just like me. So even sometimes I work to I work with um, uh, a consultant, a brain surgeon, and I, I'm, it's not because of my I was so good or something, but he just anything that I do, he just took me as his co- colleague or whatever. Mm. So even people were saying that he was younger, though he was about 50 or something, and I was about 60-something. And they were saying that if I was young, they would have said that, oh, I had something, I had a fling with him because mm. they couldn't understand how this consultant mm. took me like a thing. So it... it Maybe that's how Kwame picked that from. Yeah. Basically, your mom's trying to say you got your source from her, innit? Yeah. <laughs> they're very, they're, they're, they're very like charming and likable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both yeah. Them. yeah. And yeah, and then I, 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 I make sure that I also like hunt for bargains, like, like, like my mom. And my mom is a... <laughs> like guys. This world is so small. I mean, could, and a typical example is look at this pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it shrunk everybody. I mean, mm. what we took for granted, we now we couldn't see it. So, right. as you've got young boys coming up, you've got to open up yourself, be friendly, work right. hard, have good family, and then uh, the, the world will be your oyster. So, do that, and then you, you will and be humble. Amen. Be humble. Amen. Yeah. No, thank you so much. For thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you, Nat. Thank you, Mrs. Wilson. I appreciate you, Auntie. No, we will. When you when Kwame comes, I think we we will do um, jollof rice and have hey. some. Hey. <laughs> uh, Mom, I have to ask you a question. Quick you question. Have Nigerian friends. What is better? One. This one. Ghanaian jollof or Nigerian jollof? Oh, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. It's not good. <laughs> Don't go there. Oh, <laughs> Being a Ghanaian, I will go for number oh. one. Number one. <laughs> have, have you? Have you? Uh, your mom hasn't tasted your jollof yet. <laughs> okay. Alright, no worries. Say mom, no mom, more. Mom, like, 
they make it with no peas and carrots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, no, no. Don't get me started on jollof because uh, we But you, man, yeah, you you make it like the jollof has just been the rice has been rubbed in tomato, like just like puree or something, like an yeah, that's, 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 that's not that. That's not right. Stuff. That's, that's not, not right. That's you not right. It. You have to cook it in the tomato sauce. You know them. Tell them. We're gonna sell this in London. Thank you so much for joining. Okay. All right, guys. God bless. bless. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. By God's great, if um, this um, lockdown is lifted, we might see you in Amsterdam soon. Amazing. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. And and Kieran, don't worry. Um, The the, 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 the CFO will make sure you you are, what you call it, flewed out for that one. Okay. Thank you. 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 I'm glad you called yourself the CFO too. (laughs) See you later. What an amazing, amazing that was amazing. bro. Uh, oh my god. That was we, blessed. Wow. Kwame. So I oh, know, man. bro. The, oh man. Man's, man's gushy. It's true. What a real man. Where you come from, bro. Like we could for we your could home. Do a whole episode on yeah, that. Yeah. We, we, we should. We for should. your home, I got a slice of my home as well, which is like yeah, the most yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like familiarity, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like parental love. Yeah. And obviously your sister is like yeah, exactly. family love is just different, bro. Different. Mm. Different. Trust me. All right. And yeah, like from one family we go to another. So um Who's on the panel? My... Huh? Who's on the panel, bro? I wanted to get my little sisters on the show, bro. Okay. Like, I've okay, referred okay. to them a lot on the pod. Yeah. You guys obviously know JD yeah, yeah. quite mm-hmm. a lot because she lived here with me for three months. And yeah. Um, also have Atlanta as well. He's my youngest. My young, I was about to say my youngest daughter. <laughs> <laughs> my youngest sister. Um, she's about to turn eighteen this month, actually. Oh, she's. And um, I just love like every time I go back to London, and even when I had JD and living with me, I just loved being around them, and I love being around them because you just get to see like how the how younger minds think. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I know that makes me sound like a bit of an uncle, bro. Only, you know, I haven't even touched 30, but I think just being Hobbit. around... Co-rested. Nah, yeah. like, 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 bro. I'm just a society fan. No, but... Um, uh, Jaden just said the code was incorrect. <laughs> um, but no, having having them around me and like when when I am with them, it's just always a breath of fresh air. Um, I really get to see how they're evolving as as young women, and yeah, I wanted to get them on the show as women who like inspire me, challenge me to think differently, and um, are just young queens, bruv. They're young queens. So. Have I met your youngest? Sister? I don't know. Did they both come at one point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they, they yeah oh yeah, they were roasting me for something. I remember. I remember. Is when um. The cat and Jenny. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it should be fun. So they're jumping on now. I think, I think this is the... the... Yo, Yo, girls! Hey! What up, though? Turn your camera on. Visuals, visuals. We need the visuals. What? Hey, Jay Atlanta, what up? What is going on? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Welcome Lanty, to the show. What are you telling me? <laughs> you lot got the nice little self. I see you got your hair out and that. I see you, you lot. Jay, where did you go? go? Hold on, I left Nola in the room, so I'm just gonna. 
Quick. Nala's, Nala's the family, the pesky family dog. She's always <laughs> up to pesky. No good, <laughs> she pesky. pesky She's so naughty, bro. She's so naughty. Oh, my days. But now, girls, thank you. Thank you for jumping on. Appreciate you. Um, I know it was a little bit of a delay in terms of the timing. So thanks for being patient. But um, what's going on, man? What's good? What are you lot saying? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. It's chilling. The weather's nice today. Mm. Yeah, man. Everything's blessed. How are you? <laughs> what are you telling them, Lance? Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> she's no, but... shy. Nah, she, she's, she's cool, man. She's cool. So um, it's funny because Atlanta's like, she. they both actually studied at the Brit School for a while. So Atlanta's like very, very good, good at acting. acting. So she's, she's giving, giving you the shy act right, right now. Right now. <laughs> okay, <it's> performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's giving you the shy act. Because when you get to know her, and yeah. Kira got to know her, went to Trinidad last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. She's active still. But... <laughs> now, girls, we wanted, to, we wanted to bring you on um, because the show was all about having like female figures in our lives that inspire us. So we've had a bunch of, of different people on the show. And um, as soon as we came up with the concept, I just said, I need to get my little sisters on this show, man, because... <laughs> Um, before you came on, I was just saying how every time I'm around you guys, like when I come back home to London, Jay, when you was with me in Amsterdam, mm. just learn, learn so much. Like you guys challenge me to think differently. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting to see like how you guys are growing up and how you guys are leveling all the time. Like Lance, I know I was saying the same thing to you recently, just like how you just keep leveling. So um, just can you guys give a little bit of a intro to yourself, like who you are, what you do, and yeah, then we'll take it from there. Sure, okay. So I'm JD. I'm 19 and I'm an artist. Um, I'm one. And I think myself as like an all-rounded creative. Like I like to go into loads of different baskets, try loads of different things. Yeah, you know, thanks. Design, painting. Uh, but yeah, man, just, just experimenting. Mm-hmm. Ain't she, but... Language. You guys have seen all of like, like Jay's stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's massively complicated. I remember, I remember seeing everything. I was just like, how do you find the time to do all of this? Like, time and also talent. Yes. Very talented, man. TNT. And what about you, Lanty, for the, for the people that are listening? Um, I'm Atlanta. I'm 17 and I'm a student. Uh, I'm currently doing my A-levels, but on the side, I'm just like experimenting with different hobbies, like photography and stuff like that. So, so sick. Yeah. And... Um, it's funny because like our family's like very creative, but all in in different ways. Um, like, where would you guys say that you get your creative inspiration from? Like, where where would you where do you find like these different things that inspire you? Uh, I would definitely say both sides of the parent <laughs> the parent spectrum. Mm-hmm. In terms of mom, like you know, she's always doing something different. She's always like never letting anything constrain her. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I get a lot of inspiration from on her side, and then. That side is more so like his story, like yeah. his views, his perceptions that have kind of shaped mine and the way I view the world and just the way I approach anything in life, really. Yeah. yeah. I feel like mum's free spirit has just kind of like been passed down to everyone in the family. And I just feel yeah. like yeah. it's just, just seeing her at work and like her just in the zone, it's just inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's dope. Yeah. And you guys kind of touched on it a little bit, like, um, around inspiration, but who in who like what people inspire you? Mm, go first. Um, me personally, I feel like I get inspiration from lots of different people. Like I get inspiration from JD, like dad, mm. mom, 
But I feel like if I was to say one person that I know, it would probably be Auntie Leela because I feel okay. like whenever I'm around her, it's just like she liberates me. Do you know what I mean? It's like our conversations expand my mind. And I feel like she just has this air of like wisdom about her. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's just, she's just someone that I really respect. Can can you um for like people who don't know just give a quick synopsis of who Auntie Leela is and what she's done? Um, she's a Black Panther. So in her day, she used to um she ran a newspaper magazine. She ran yeah. a newspaper about um you know the struggle that Black people Race go today. through called Race Today, and she did um she was married to Darker Tal, and they did lots of like protests together and stuff like that that mm. really helped move the movement at the, the black movement in the yeah. UK forward mm. Mm. okay dope and what about you Jadine um for me I would definitely say like my big sister Karima in shout terms out of, to Karima <laughs> shout out Karima one time in terms of like the <laughs> um you know that like, she really taught me to hold on to my power mm. and like it's not in anyone else's hands other than my own wow. really helped me to like refine just how I see myself and how I treat other people as well. Mm. And then I would definitely say mum as well, but I've already touched on that, like in terms of, you know, like no constraints, no kind of boundaries, just doing your own thing and not caring about what anyone else thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so dope. Like it, what you said about mum's passed down the free spirit to everyone in the family. Like I know you guys haven't met the whole family yet, but my mum just like lives in her own world bro like, she just yeah. don't care in it she just doesn't care and she's definitely passed the element of that down to all of us um no but it's, it's nice to nice to you guys talk about it. i think the thing that's interesting um for me and for for us is like a bit of your experience like how do you as two young two young women but just like two young individuals in society like how how have you like how do you experience society do you feel like you have constraints do you feel like you can be yourself like how yeah how is life um, I feel like maybe when we were younger I feel like being the first generation to kind of grow up with social media and like not having anyone to kind of teach you how to navigate it uh was quite an experience in terms of like you know back in the days you had magazines that taught you like beauty standards and so like it was kind of avoidable but now, like, with social media, it's, like, you can't avoid it. Like, you see, like, these unexpected um, beauty, like, expectations. And it's a bit, like, uh, you know, like, there used to be um, a lot of pressure. Yeah. But, I feel like yeah. a lot of young people, like, especially young women, feel pressure to be a certain mm-hmm. thing that right now is not necessarily attainable because it's, like, they see these, like, I don't know, rappers' girlfriends with, like, Birkin bags and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the Birkin Brigade. Yeah, like, you know, really curvy kind of bodies. And it's like, they expect that from themselves. And it's like, you can see how they, like, put pressure on themselves to be that. But it's like, at the end of the day, we're still kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel yeah. like yes, yes. we're focusing on that. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people are hyper-focused on their image and mm. seeming a certain thing. And it's like... Even on Instagram, like you can know people and they'll be a complete different person in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so true. true. Yeah. 
do you do you um, sorry because you lot are a bit young and me and Stephen are uncles over here. Do you lot have a? Why do you bring me into everything? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't sharing the bike, bro. We ain't sharing the bike. You made a good point about a lot of people. Um, they can be very different on social media, and um, a lot of times you hear about some some people want to be private in their own space. Do, do any of you have um, Finster accounts? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Like and like. That's where, like, you publish maybe things that are more real and more everyday stuff, right? That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's just, like, this pressure to be perfect kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I know, and it's like a lot of people, even my friends, like, when you're around them and they're about to, like, post on Snapchat or even on, like, Instagram, you can see the, like, anxiety and, like, worry. Mm-hmm. So, like, trying to be perfect and it's like, no one is perfect. Yeah, and it's yeah. like just this focus on something like this goal that can never really be met it's like I feel like even girls that do have money and do have like designer stuff it's like they still have this standard that they're trying to get above that they can't really get to you know what I mean because I find it's like they're all just always trying to get to something and it's like they're not really just appreciating what they have and like the present moment you know what I mean as as you're talking, I was just deep in it because it's like probably like our generation was probably like the last one to kind of like we had we grew up a little bit without anything. And I always say to my bro, I'm like, I'm so happy like we didn't have social media because I was just like, would I even be employable by now? Trust <laughs> like, me, like, daddy. And it's just yeah. I said, trust me, bro. I I don't. And just thinking that okay, cool. Uh, you guys had it from like day one. There was literally like nowhere else to, to hide. I can't even like. I can't, I can't even fathom, fathom that. Cause, like, because you two were born in, in the two thousands, isn't it? So, so you have no you have, wow. you have no idea before 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 there was this big um uh, um big fear about the Y two K bug. Yeah. And that was when, like, the the, 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 the clocks would set to midnight. His, his, mm-hmm. you call it, call it? The millennium. Zero, 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 2000. People, people thought, thought that, that the, the world would just come to an end. Like, all the computers <laughs> would take over. And then, it kind of did happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kira. <laughs> um, um, what, what, would you, what would you guys say are, like, some of the positives of growing up in society now? Um... I mean, I feel like as much as social media can be toxic, I feel like it does have its perks in the sense like there's job opportunities that, you know, like influence and stuff like that that wasn't really available back then. And also, yeah. like, I feel like networking is easier. Also, just sometimes just inspiration, like you're able to just go on Instagram and just, mm-hmm. you know, get motivated by other people who are doing something. Or like, say, for instance, you have a certain... I don't know, niche that you want to go into. You can just go on Instagram and see other people's work and stuff mm. like that. So, well, that's a positive. But, yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember what I said at the beginning about um, Lana pretending to be shy? Mm-hmm. You guys see it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's in her bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last kind of question from me on my side is um, like, what's your future vision for women in society? Uh, I definitely say like, the mainstream kind of female role models for them to be in like an array of different different fields. Okay. Yeah. But I think that would be really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about I, you, Lanty? Kind of the same, but something else as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now, the women who the our generation glamorize, it's just like, I don't know, like influences and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like that's all young girls can see themselves being like they don't really aspire to be anything else do you know what I mean and it's like nothing wrong with influencing but I just feel like some people aren't really 
reaching their full potential because yeah, they're yeah. not they feel like they're, they're not really inspired by anyone do you know what I mean they're yeah. not really seeing women doing different roles but um me personally I would like to see like a world where women are seen as women and, and like humans because I feel like there's still this very misogynistic view on women where it's like whatever they do is seen as like they're doing it for male validation and I just like it's just annoying because it's like sometimes it's like you can just be doing a simple thing like say you just want to look nice and then it's like oh like which guy are you trying to look nice for it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like I know it sounds small, but it's just, I don't know. It's just like, you don't, not everything is about men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's not small at all. It's a big, it's a big, like, it's a nuance, but it's something that has a lot of impact in it mm-hmm. because it affects all the things that you guys have said about social media, yeah. about um, how some women feel they need to portray themselves. Yeah. And um, it creates like a bigger and bigger space. But mm-hmm. um I, that's my last question. I don't know if you, anyone else here wants to jump on with anything, but I just find it so dope to talk to my sisters on, yeah. on this it's, platform. It's, it's, yeah. it's wavy to, 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 to see JD in Atlanta, like, just like here and honestly, like... <laughs> just, okay, we're fully out of character now. I love just, it. I love it. Just, I love like, it. <laughs> just like talking and really like... We, we met like last, well, we met ages ago, but we spent some time last year in Trinidad. And I guess from then to now, to see, to see how much you guys have grown and the way that you guys just like see yourselves and your um, your generation and the women that are around you is, is amazing. And you guys are definitely going to be some of the, the leaders of, of your, your generation as well. So I just want to say, you guys, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I have a question I just wanted to say that to you. <laughs> thank you thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you so much for jumping on I'll give you guys really? a shout after yeah mm-hmm. alright take it easy have a good day love, love, you. love. love you lot love. bye, bye. Love you. Later. peace <laughs> bye that was so wow sick, man you know you know when you said that you like learned so much from them like just I don't know how long they were on for 15 minutes and I learned yeah. a lot as well like Trust. I didn't I, I don't have any sisters so for me it's like mm. this dynamic is like completely different so it's just fascinating to see but yeah thank it's you beautiful man, oh, man. it's beautiful bro, this whole this whole show has just been I cannot wait to listen back to oh, this show bro. But not, not done I don't know if, if Anki is rushing off somewhere but um, when she's back we'll try and grab her as well Key. what come here where you at <laughs> where you at where you at where you at I need to pass you the mic I'm gonna give my seat <laughs> we got space to record, yeah? Yo! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> this is, um, the- this is Ankita's voice, as you already know. Um, we, this is our International Women's Day special. And, um, I guess we've been speaking to women who uh, inspire us and yep. across the board. And obviously, <laughs> for me, I'm glad, glad Stephen grabbed you as well. Like, for the last three years, you've been a woman in my life that's inspired me ridiculously. So, um, I don't know. What, what questions would you like to ask, ask, ask Ankita, guys? Cause, Do you know what? Yeah, Ankita is such, like, honestly, like one of the most powerful women I know. 100%. Just in terms of who she is, she owns who she is. Like, mm-hmm. as well. 
your, I reckon we could do a 24 hour special on Kia's life. Oh, I've, I've been part of that for three years, bro. I could, 100% you could. No, but, <laughs> so the point I'm trying to make is I don't think we should ask Ankia any questions. No. I think you should just deliver a series of statements. <laughs> don't put her on the spot like that, though. Don't put, don't put her on the spot like that, though. But, okay, speak your mind, Before girl. we even get into this, let me just say one thing. Yo. While I think it's really important, to take one day to really, mm. you know, honor and treasure mm-hmm. people, not just even women, mm. like any, Facts. any, any people. I have a huge problem with Women's Day. I find it very difficult yeah. to actually come to terms with something like this because it's just for me a reminder that I'm not equal. Mm-hmm. Everything's not okay. <laughs> I'm still getting paid less. Mm. Uh, you know, I can't abort a baby safely if I want to in some countries. Like. I'm property in some places. I don't, I can't vote. I can't drive. Like it's, so for me, this is actually a very sad day. Mm. A very, mm. very sad day. That's a unique perspective though, because as, as you were saying that, I was thinking, yeah, there's no like international male white man day. <laughs> I mean, there That's, is it's every day. men's day, but it's not celebrated that yeah, much because yeah. technically every day is men's yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, It's every day. I mean, same thing as like Black History Month, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. why do you need one month? It's like part of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? So while it's it's good to take that time to acknowledge and yeah. remember these things, because let's be honest, there are a few people that this isn't at the top of their minds. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to like remind people of, you know, the achievements of women, the things that they've gone through, the things that they've done. I really, really think it's super important. But for me, one day is not enough. No. Not is one month. It's every day. Every, it's every day. day. Yeah. Every day. Facts. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Key comes onto the show and just spit his spits facts every single time she picks up her mic, innit? Real talk. <laughs> and it, and it, it's, it's, it's fitting because like she wears all black. It's just killed the whole thing. Cancel it, not cancel it. I mean, I was I was overhearing from the other room and on the side, it sounded really amazing. Like, especially Jeannie, oh my God, so cute. It was really, really nice. And the thing is, it is, it is important to acknowledge this. So I'm not going to be a complete wet blanket like I always have been. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good to remember that maybe someday this day will just be there to only celebrate the achievements and not as a reminder of yeah. how much work there still is That's left I mean. to do. Well, on that, then I, I lied and I have one question. Okay. What is your future vision for, you know, we all want to be acknowledged as humans, but like women specifically in society? Um, For me, I just hope that women are allowed to just live the lives that they want to live. Like for me, that's the most important thing. I always thought when I was growing up that it was really important to be rich and successful and this and that. And now that I actually think about it, (laughs) you know, we try. We try. You can only get there and be like, oh, it sucks. (laughs) You know, it's... It's all a lie, everyone. (laughs) No, but you know, for me, I just want, I just want women to be able to live their own yeah. lives exactly how they want whether it's something mean- meaningful whether it's something really stupid like I want you guys to be able to study as much as you want not study as much as you want work as much as you want not work as much as you want do housework don't do housework cook don't cook do whatever the fuck you want just enjoy your life because that's the most important Amen. thing can we get an asset with that <laughs> on our 100% Instagram today 
100%. Oh, and one more thing. Trans women are women do. Facts. Just by the way. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. Of course, man. Big facts. And with that, Ankita, thank you. Thank you, sis. Thank you, guys. Thank Always you for, a pleasure. Miss up. you, Key. Come back home. <laughs> there's also a new carpet. There's yeah, two there's two new, new carpets Ali. in the house, bro. What? Yeah, we'll, we'll send you some pictures. Yeah. We'll send you some pictures. It's oh, Ultra Matrix. Just leave, just leave, just leave yeah. and I'll get two new carpets. <laughs> yeah. I miss you guys too, man. Honestly, I do, man. But, you know, work after get done. Money work after get done. And we did a whole lot of work Trust today. Trust me. We did a whole lot of work Trust today. Me. And I hope everyone who's listening... Uh, appreciates this episode send us feedback let us know what we can do exactly. better well you've been listening to the Out Home podcast with your boys and women yes yeah. <laughs> and your girls Kieran Kwame Stephen myself Yaf and in reverse order and Keita Jadine Atlanta the Wilsons yeah. Natalie and, and Auntie yeah. Sarah Harrison and Nella jeez Yaf go on with it come on done though are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Luck off the thing, dog. Luck it off. Hey, you lot. You lot and the boys are crazy. Hey, come on. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 